First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. A lot of people have their stories about uh, about COVID and about whether or not you should get the vaccine. And you're hearing a lot of stories today about people, uh, after deciding not to get the vaccine, getting the virus and having a bad story, which inspires them to tell others, get out there, this is serious, get this vaccine. And on the line right now is Janie Davis-Brown. Janie, good morning. Good morning. All right, tell us your, uh, give us the background of your story and what's your story? Mackenzie is 28 years old and it was me. I encouraged her not to get the vaccination because she was pregnant. I'm not against the vaccination for anybody else. Mm -hmm. My son got it. Her husband got it. I had an appointment myself for the vaccine, but that was when the Johnson and Johnson got recalled. So my appointment was canceled. Yep. I rescheduled for at the local pharmacy and, um, my granddaughter was sick that day. So I missed that appointment as well. But back to Mackenzie, I strongly discouraged her from getting the vaccine while she was pregnant about probably almost a month ago, my son, Joe, who, again, was vaccinated with the Johnson vaccine, he started to get sick. We did not even think one second about COVID because he was vaccinated. Then about two days after Joe got sick, I got sick. Mm. Two days after that, Dan got sick. Two days after that, Mackenzie got sick. It was the worst sickness ever. Mackenzie called her doctor. The doctor said... It, she didn't seem to have COVID symptoms. She thought perhaps it could be the flu yeah. that she needed to rest. So Dan, my husband, Dan, who was not vaccinated, was the sickest he's ever been and wow. is still experiencing symptoms from it. Yeah. Mackenzie got very, very exhausted, and she started to have a little difficulty breathing. So I took her to get tested on sun. Um, uh, on a Sunday. Yeah. Or uh, on a Monday, I'm sorry. How long so, ago how, how long ago did all of this happen by the way? Um the end of July. Okay. So so this was the 24th, 24th, 25th, 26th of July, somewhere around there. Okay. So I took her to get tested. She tested positive. They told her that it sounded like she had bronchitis. They had prescribed her with an inhaler. She's 36, 36 weeks pregnant. I brought mm-hmm. her home. About three hours later, she could not breathe. Wow. Her husband took her to the emergency room. The um, They immediately admitted her because they said she had COVID pneumonia. Mm. The next morning, she was coughing so hard that her water broke, and she was scheduled for emergency cesarean. Wow. So the baby would come three weeks early. Um, and then, so she had the baby, she woke up out of surgery. She seemed fine. She looked great. She looked wonderful. And then the next, that evening, she just started to have difficulty breathing again. The next day they moved her from the pediatric floor to a different floor. Mm. Then they moved her from there to special care. They moved her from special care to ICU where the ICU team said that she was on her very last breath when they intubated her. Wow. 
So it was horrifying, absolutely horrifying. You can't touch her. You can't speak right. with her. Yeah. As as a mother, my all I wanted to do was hold my daughter, and I never. I guess I never related to a ventilator as a medically induced coma. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, they had to move her and reposition her. And on the fifth day, we were not told she wasn't going to make it, but it got it got very bad. Yeah, she went. Her oxygen level dropped very much, and her they call it a PEEP. I, I don't know what that stands for. It's something to do with the amount of pressure that they yeah. put into the lungs to expand yeah. them. Yeah, they had to increase that. Um, it was just hell. It was yeah. hell. And, and then yeah. they started to slowly unsedate her. And Mackenzie decided on her own to rip out her ventilation tube. Mm. And when she did that, they realized that her oxygen level was staying where they wanted it to be. Okay. So they slowly got her out of her. They slowly got her out of her um, sedated state. Yeah, yeah. And the next day, I was in my house, and the phone came. The phone call. There was a phone call from Bassett Hospital, mm-hmm. and. I was terrified because right. it had been a good day and a bad day and a good day yeah. and a bad day, and I thought for sure it was going to be a bad day. Yeah. But it was my daughter. Wow. She was awake enough to call me and say, hi, Mama. Wow. It's amazing. And this had to, uh, through all of this, I cannot imagine what you were going through thinking that you were the one convincing her not to get the, the vaccination. Absolutely. Yeah. It was all my fault. Well, you Don't can't, say it was your yeah, fault. Yeah, you gotta, you can't. Yeah, we're all just trying to do the right thing, whatever we think is right, and you're fearing that maybe the vaccination wouldn't be good because she was pregnant, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're just going Correct. based on information we that we're hearing, research. you know? Yeah, I did research yep. it, and there's, I mean, there's, you can't believe anything you research anymore. I you, I, I mean, everything is so... Sided. Well, yeah. that's the problem. Is you, you get to the right yeah. site, it might tell you this is the way it is. You get to the other site, it tells, it you, tells something you something different. different. Yeah. That's why I think it's it's so important to speak with your your doctor, and you know. But it's it's um, yeah, and every doctor has uh, the the majority it's of doctors true. are 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 certainly <clears throat> pro vaccination, but um, yeah, I, I do think though that. Uh, an experience like this helps other people because while there may be some complications with the vaccination, the complications, if you're one of those, if your number comes up as one of those people that that does very, very badly with, with this virus, boy, it can be an awful experience. It was an awful experience. Yeah. And, and you know, Jeannie, I, I, I'll say this, you know, the, the fact that you're open about sharing your story and, um, you know, that you've, You've kind of been able to think this over, and you know I'm, I'm glad Mackenzie's doing well. I think it's 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 really noble what you're doing at this point now to try and get the word out because it is a difficult decision for people to make. But you know, ultimately, I think that vaccine is better than no vaccine. Right through Mackenzie's Facebook, 
group, Dear yeah. Mackenzie with Love, um, if you were to scroll through that, you would see how many minds have been changed. Yeah. I have been, I have had so many people reach out to me and say I was completely against it, but I had never experienced somebody so close to me mm-hmm. go through such a horrific event. So n- now our minds have changed and we've been vaccinated. You know, it, it is, you're not alone because it, uh, a lot of this has uh, so much to do with something hitting home. When, it hit, when something hits home, it is the one thing that changes people's, uh, people's opinion. Um, and it has through this entire thing. It has been that way from the, from the start of this. If you're one of those people who has not been in contact with anyone that's gone through this, uh, you may very well think differently. So, um, well, and listen, they are, they did tell us yeah. that it was not, it was the Delta variant. Oh, it was. Okay. It was. So, and perhaps that's how we were also misled because mm-hmm. Joe, like I said, her brother Joe had came down with it first. We have no idea where it came from. We yeah. rarely leave our house, mm-hmm. but um, and that's where the confusion was because yeah. he got the vaccine. How could he be sick? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the uh, the part of this is that uh, someone who gets the vaccine can still get it. We heard from exactly. someone recently who. Both a husband and wife both had the vaccine, both got it, and both had very serious symptoms in the last two weeks. So really? it can it, it can happen. They do. However, when you look at the the overall picture, the numbers are clear. The, the majority of people that are hospitalized are not vaccinated. That's just a that right. is a fact. And it, I can tell you that Joe's symptoms only lasted about four days, mm-hmm. and on the fifth day, he took off and went for a four-mile run. Okay. All right. Well, that so, is pretty impressive. So yeah. That is very impressive because, yeah. again, his father wasn't vaccinated, and we're on week four of him. He's still dealing with it. in a workaholic, mm-hmm. and it's not like Dan not to work at all. The fatigue, is, will, uh, the fatigue is terrible. The, the fatigue, Dan slept for probably the yeah. first two weeks. Yeah. But in addition to his his physical well-being, he was in an emotional state as well because he was worried about his daughter. Sure. So I don't know if that increased the fatigue, but he did come home yesterday again and take like a 15-minute power nap and yeah. then yeah. went to work. But, it, I mean, if you knew my husband, you would know how badly this has affected him because... He's a, always a workaholic. Yeah. Janie, how is the baby doing? How's Mackenzie doing? Uh, what's the latest? The baby is right here beside me. He's just getting ready to make some noise, but he is doing amazing. Mackenzie is doing great physically, and she is making great progress every day with her brain fog. Um, yeah. She is no longer having hallucinations. Wow. She is now, you know, she's taking... I'm trying to, I don't mean to say this in a controlling way, but I am a controlling person. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But I am allowing, I'm encouraging her to take more care of the baby. So she comes here during the day. I have the baby at night, and she comes here during the day while her husband goes to work. And it's been that Um, bad on, on her where she can't even take care of her own child. It's, uh, yeah. And when she first came out of her 
her sedation, she did not remember at all having a baby. Wow. Wow. And she had severe hallucinations for wow. the first two wow. days. She would call and just, is, Mom, is, you you got to keep stopping. You can't keep coming here in the middle of the night and causing trouble, Mom. You can't mm. touch everything, and you're going to get in trouble with the nurses. Mackenzie, wow. I wasn't there. Mm. Is is that from the morphine that was happening? or she is that not no. have morphine. I don't think they'd give her morphine. I, I'm just wondering if that's a COVID symptom or if that was based on some type of a pain killer. For yeah. the intubation, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they had mentioned the fact that she had been sedated for seven days. Okay. I yeah. forgot to mention one thing that was incredibly terrifying. At the very when she first got intubated, they told us they weren't certain that that was going to work, so they had a helicopter flight. Wow. That they were going to take her to Rochester to do ECMO, which is an mm-hmm. artificial lung. Wow. So the 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 uh, the reality is, and uh, Janie, is that uh, you've learned a great deal from this. You're recommending people get the vaccination. Don't put yourself in this situation. And I just thank you so much for telling your story You're today. You're thank you. So, so glad everybody right. turned out have to a, be all right. Have a great day with that little baby. All right. Oh, I will. Thank okay. You. Thank you so much. Okay. Right. Thank you. Janie Davis-Brown. And how about that story? Wow.